MSU NFL Guru Podcast. I am Stephen Lyons, your host, joined by my co-host, uh, Otis Pitt Jr. Oh, Pitt, what's going on, man? Steve, what's going on, my, my dude? Uh, man, it's the early August, man. You know, just kind of relaxing, Fine. trying to um, get ready for this upcoming NFL season, man. I know and there's a lot going on with COVID and and um, you know, if there's going to be a full season, so so, what's your thoughts on that? Man, I'm 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 seeing these training camps, so-called getting off the ground, and every time I turn to NFL work, NFL Network, I'm I'm not seeing any footage. I'm hearing all I see is testing, 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 testing. I'm like, where, you know, when are we gonna see the guys on the field? So I'm I'm antsy, man. This thing is all new to me. Yes, yeah, we we still in a different landscape, man, and and they're not even getting equipment. I think to the middle of August, and I just. You know, it's going to be interesting, um, you know, as we get close to week one, man. You know, teams, you know, don't have but so many practice, padded practices to begin with. And you come out week one, man, I, <laughs> it could be it could be shootouts <laughs> all across the league, man. Can't nobody make tackles. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is definitely going to be an interesting product, man. We, we can get to week one. I mean, like you said, it's guys, you know, the, the, the conditioning and, you know, the time and the pads and on the field, this, this thing is going to – going to unfold it's going to be very interesting to see how this thing pans out yeah you know with that man that's a, that's a good point and um as we you know, kind of look towards week one and what's what stands out to me man so far as those teams that's kind of that's had those that uh has a camaraderie of teams that's been playing together in the same system the same coaches same you know organizational structure man so man i'm thinking teams like you know new orleans uh kansas city you know philly those teams were kind of the the existing structure, man, they, you know, I don't imagine them having much problems. It might be status quo with them, but some of the teams with new coaches, no coaching staffs, man, it could be, you know, it could be a tough, you know, tough going the first couple of games of the season because everything that's going on. And I, you know what? I think to that point, Steve, you hit the nail on the head. I was just thinking about that earlier. Like you said, you got the New Orleans of the world, the Sean Paytons and the Drew Breeses. You know, these guys do this thing in their sleep. You know, you got the Mahomes and – and the Andy Reeds, you know, that they should be clicking with no issues. Um, and like you say, even Philadelphia for that matter. And I would even add a, a Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. You know, he's kind of grown comfortable in that system. But uh, some of these new guys, like you said, with the new coaches, we got, uh, was it Mike McCarthy out in Dallas? You got Tom Brady under a new system in like the first time, what, 20 some odd years? It's going to be really interesting to see how these guys, you know, hit the, hit the ground running. And a matter of fact, you can even add, I would say, they got the rookie out in Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, rookie along with the new coach. So uh, <laughs> they're they going to definitely have some growing pains, you know, heading to the season. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely, man. In Cincinnati, man, that, you know, especially what's most important, especially for rookie quarterbacks, man, is getting reps. And, you know, in any position, really. But you think about if, if he's your QB1 coming out there, <laughs> you know, and I'm looking at the, the, the week one matchup now, and, and they open up against San Diego. And I'm oh, just like um, <laughs> opening one, you know, week one, and your, your opponent is is, is uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. You got Joey Bosa on one side, Mark Ingram on the other, you know, and um, the, you know, the, I forgot the safe the safety's name too. Um, you know, oh, the Derwin James. James yeah. So I mean, you, yeah. you got that looking at you week one. You have had no reps, no preseason games. I mean, I got I got to imagine the, the the playbook, you know, to a certain degree for you know. A team like Cincinnati's it's got to be, you know, um, scaled back a little bit. That the emphasis will be on the run because 
you know, I, I, I mean, I know we're in a throwing league, but I can't imagine them coming out slinging it, you know, 40, 50 times a game, you know, for a rookie quarterback with no, with no, you know, this will be his first NFL snaps, you know, literally, <laughs> literally at four or five come September, yeah. September uh, 11. What, what do you what do you think about some of the uh, new places, new faces and new places rather that we got in the league? You know, you got the, the Jamal Adams. He, he just got traded to Seattle. You got Cam in New England. Uh, you can go down the line. You got the Tom Brady in, in, in Tampa. What, what do you think about some of these, these new actions and these new places? Um, I I really like the Cam move. I still think he's the best quarterback in that division. Um, <laughs> you know, I know. Um, you know, you got Sam Donald. You got. Um, you know, you got Tua, and you got the kid in um, Buffalo who's uh, coming along. I mean, I like them all, but to me, you know, you add Cam to Bill Belichick and that staff, man, and what he can do, I still feel like, man, they, you know, they they could win nine or ten games and win, and win the division. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're a lock or anything, but, I mean, to me, if, if you know, coming to week one, that's, that's you know, they have the best quarterback in the, to me in the division, so – the challenge with New England this year maybe is that they lost so many guys with the opt out. So I don't know defensively how you know normally that's their their uh, trademark or that's their you know what they what they rely on. But you know with all those guys opting out, man, they you know I imagine that they will rely on the offense maybe a little bit more to to carry them. Um, I will say you know with 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 I think out of all the teams they clearly have the highest number of opt outs, and then you factor that with no Brady. I'm like. We'll, I mean, not that we would need this season to see what Bill Belichick is made of, but like if he can pull this one off, I mean, that that would be an impressive thing of him to kind of even muster up a winning season with what all the adversity that they're facing. Yeah, and I and I'm sure you know they won't say it, but I, I'm sure Bill Belichick will be monitoring Tampa, Tom Brady will be monitoring New England, you know, week in and week out because if if, if they're as competitive as I as as I know. That they both are. I'm sure they they both looking to, you know, kind of outdo each other this year when it comes to wins and losses, or proving that they could win without one another. So, absolutely, absolutely, yep. So is that so? So I want to uh, um, go back here on the temp on the Tom Brady Tampa Bay man. I, I think that's, you know, I I think they will get. I still like the Saints in that division just for the simple fact as we talked about earlier that it's all about. Um, not having, you know, New Orleans is coming back with the same staff, the same system, the same person, you know, same personnel. And, um, but I do like Tampa. I like the weapons. I like their defense. Uh, but I think once they get it going, man, I mean, um, they're legit. They're legit Super Bowl contender. Um, as long as they keep Brady healthy, um, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, they'll, they'll be just fine. They'll, they'll be right there when it's, you know, when it's all said and done, um, you know, competing for the, you know, NFC. Uh, championship and you know with the right to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, now I would say with Tampa, uh, I haven't kept up. I don't, I don't know what the offensive line situation is. I know they, I see they actually just added Lashawn McCoy a couple of days ago. So that was one thing I kind of was leery on in the past is their running game. But um, I mean, I don't think they want to have a forty-three-year-old man dropping back forty-five times a game. But uh, if they can muster up, you know, a running game and and keep keep Brady clean, I would say the sky's the limit for that squad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, what do you think? Um, change, switching gears to a new, a different topic here. What do you think about uh, the Browns and Baker Mayfield this year, with a with a whole new whole new outlook, whole new system? Uh, what do you think? How do you like him just as a quarterback going into this is his uh, third, it'll be third season, 
third season, yeah. Um, to be honest with you, this is, in my opinion, this is kind of make or break for him. Um, this is year three. Uh, I not noticed. I guess was it with Mahomes? Where we're entering year four, where he had a new, he got a new contract. So I think if Baker Mayfield wants to solidify himself as like a legit marquee quarterback in the league, I think this this year is the year for him. If he can't get it right, you know the the Cleveland ownership and, and, and upper management, they they may have to kind of take a step back and assess, you know, whether this guy is really the guy for us. I mean, because he has no no shortage of weapons. He has outstanding running back. We know the receivers. And uh, to my understanding, they've even upgraded the offensive line. So he, he he's actually in a prime position to, to to have a great year. Yeah, and to that point about their roster, um, they are they are loaded to me. Um, I mean, you got Miles Miles Garrett on one side, you got um, Ward back there in the secondary. You got the offense. You got you know uh, the, the tight end they signed Cooper. You still got the first round pick Najoku. You got. Uh, yeah. Robert Landry on one side, OBJ. You got, I mean, I agree, man. If 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 Baker doesn't get this right, and I think the head coach is going to put him in favorable favorable situations. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. Um, I said the head coach is uh, Kevin Stepanski. Uh, yeah, I, I was it's safe to say he's. Yeah, I would say it's safe to say he's an upgrade over Freddie Kitchens. At least yeah. that's what they're hoping on. <laughs> yeah, that was a crap show last year. I, I don't know. That was yeah, two man. giggles and kicks, in my opinion. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I like what they like. You mentioned on that Cleveland defense, they have um, they got some dogs over there. I, I see that, like you mentioned, Miles Garrett. You got Denzel Ward. I, in my opinion, he's the top five corner in the league. And then on the other side, you got uh, Greedy Williams. He he's no chop liver, oh, even though forgot, he's entering yeah. his second year. He, he's a he's a dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I mean I think clearly Baltimore still is the team to beat in that division. But on talent alone, I mean, and Cleveland should be right there competing for for a playoff spot if not if not getting in. So um, certainly, you know, I, I, this is a make or break season for them. And you know, based on everything they have around them, man, I you know I, I like the outlook for them, and I you know I realistically have have them you know they're right there to make a playoffs. I won't say you know you know nothing's guaranteed in this league, but they should be there. Um, as it as we get you know close to hopefully the end of the year and they're you know they're competing you know for a playoff spot so and staying right in that in that same division what what are your thoughts on Pittsburgh you know you got Big Ben returning he he's he's looking good out there you know I, I think every every off season they say he loses weight or whatever so he he said he's feeling good and he's probably going to try to make an effort for the uh, comeback player of the year what what's your thoughts on Pittsburgh you think that they're going to make any noise in that division uh, Pittsburgh is interesting because his surgery. I, I hear he had three surgeries, almost like similar to a Tommy John surgery. And, I mean, from what I've heard, like, no one's ever come back from this type of surgery, you know, like to play professional football. So, mm. um, and not to say that Ben Ben can't, you know, Big Ben can't do it. But, you know, if he's upright, he's healthy. I like the defense. Um, I like what they do on the defense side of the ball. I like that they, you know, kind of get back to their, found, you know, kind of their, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers that I kind of grew up on when when they were just kind of smash mouth. I think they'll run the ball out with James Conner. Um, you know, I do like – I mean, if Ben stays healthy, obviously he's, you know, certainly still a, a top 10, top 15 quarterback. You know, I don't think he's going to lose you any games. Um, you know, I like Juju, um, you know, on the outside. I think he has a bounce back year, assuming, um, you know, Big Ben is healthy, man. I, I think they'll be right there. Um, the question with me to them is, is, is Big Ben – you know, how healthy can he be? And um, 
can you know can they hold up you know from a health perspective you know from that team you know every year it just seems like you know they're you know they're they're injury plague I think and they kind of missed some games uh last missed a few games last year um they were you know they were down you know a little bit you know they was down to what their third their third quarterback at one yeah. point so I mean they you know could have gave you a call at the rate they were going so <laughs> Uh, but it, you know, if they if they can stay healthy, I think they'll be there. They got the defense, they got the coaching staff. Um, um, I, I love the organization from top to bottom. They find a way. I mean, I think they're a good coach team. They find a way to be there. So, um, you know, I think they'll be right there fighting. You know, uh, with Cleveland for you know possibly a wild card spot. So, and it's, again, I you know don't have them win the division, but you know I think they'll be right there, right there. Um, you know, nine nine seven. You know, if the football bounce right, maybe ten and six. Worst case, eight and eight. How about you? Yeah, I would say um, I would say that's Baltimore's division to lose. Um, I haven't checked out Baltimore's season schedule, but I think I like what Baltimore has. Um, You know, Baltimore has a solid DB group. I mean, defense has always been their their marquee. That's been the case since the Ray Lewis days. You know, as you're well aware. Um, I would say it's it's a Baltimore, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. I would say those those three will probably be vying for two spots. You know. the division champ and then uh, a wild card spot. Um, I think that may be one of the divisions in the uh, AFC where you're going to have obviously your division winner and then uh, a wild card as well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on in that division for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, let's change gears to uh, let's actually go to the AFC West. I and mean, obviously you got a defended champs and um, Kansas City, but you know who I, who I'm optimistically Looking forward to watching it, believe it or not, as the Denver Broncos. You come into, mm. um, the, the, you know, Jake Locke's second season. Um, you know, they signed Melvin Gordon. They, I think their defensive, I think they signed, um, the, um, they, they added a corner onto their defense. But I really like their defense as yeah. well as, um, you know, I think they're deep at the running back position. And I think, uh, Jake Locke, along with, um, he has um, weapons too. Well, he has weapons too. They drafted the guy out of uh, Alabama. His name escapes me at the moment. Oh, Jerry um, Judy. Jerry Judy. Yes. Judy. Yes. Added him. Yeah. Um, they got Lattimore still there. Um, uh, and he got the corner Sutherland. He's he's a he dog. So yeah. So I mean, I, I I really surprisingly, I think they can make some noise in that division. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think they'll win it. But I mean, in in the two games they played, um, I think with Denver last season, the games are pretty tough. So. I think that they have they have real. I, I, that's my surprise. That could make wild card or could could make some you know get into the playoffs. And you know what? Stick, sticking with Denver for a moment. Everything you said, as far as the, you know, Jake Locker. I mean, I think I, I think we might be seeing a the progression of a, a, a good QB right before our eyes. I saw some things from him last year that I did like. Um, he has the weapons out there. They they've put a supporting cast around him. Um, like as you as you mentioned, they have Mel, added Melvin Gordon. You still have Philip Lindsay, and then what I like the most is on the defensive side of the ball, they got two dogs over there that can get to the QB, which is you know Von Miller and and Bradley Chubb, who's returning from an injury. Um, I think his return is going to be vital, you know, for for their success. He's he's an excellent football player. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What you think? What do you what should I look on the Raiders? Oh, the Raiders! Oh boy! <laughs> so they moved uh, to Vegas, baby. They moved to Vegas. Let's let's see if the players can can behave themselves, right? <laughs> right. Um, I actually saw uh, a clip today where David Carr said he had something to prove. He said he 
feels like he's 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 been disrespected. He said he's tired of being disrespected. I say, okay, Mr. Carr, um, go for it. What do, you, what do you think about David Carr? You think he's kind of we've seen his best football? Or do you think there's there's still some some football ahead of him? You know, I think with David Carr, I, the the sizzle factor that can you put the put the game on his shoulders and he win uh, win you a game week in and week out? Can he do it here and there? Yes, and I think that's I guess the the, the potential, maybe the promise that you know maybe us as evaluators. You know, comparing him to some of the upper echelon quarterbacks, I think is maybe a, a, an inconsistent inconsistent issue with him just being able to just put the put the um, game on his shoulders. Um, I think he hasn't done that consistently, and maybe that's why you know he's sort of like you know a middle to, to, to I won't say I don't think he's a below average quarterback. I think he's a middle tier. I think yeah. he's solid. Um, I, I think you know you can win some ball games with him, um, and 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 truthfully. You know, I'm I'm just curious how um, Rudin and and this staff uh, feels about him because I mean I never hear them necessarily endorsing them in an in overly you know uh, glowing aspect. So, yeah, yeah. I mean they I mean we could very well see Mariota, which is the backup, in there at some point this season if you know um, this doesn't go well for um, for Carr. But I mean, the, I, the thing I do like about David Carr, I don't think he's going to lose you know games. I think he's a real intelligent quarterback. Uh, he doesn't, you know, make the the quote unquote bad throws. I just don't think, you know, they don't. They, I don't think they trust them. And you, you often hear me joke about, you know, coaches allow, allowing their quarterbacks only to play on one side of the field. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, I feel like that's what Gruden, you know, maybe did with does with them for whatever reason. I mean, I, I think he can make the throws, but I just, you know, I, I don't think that Gruden just feels comfortable with him unleashing him. Now, is that the system that Gruden plays? But I, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. You know, if it doesn't work out this season, where he goes, you know, yeah. can somebody else, you know, could he could he could he be the guy or or maybe unlock some of the potential that everybody sees in him if he goes somewhere else? Hey, you know what? I, I I'm going to jump over the jump over the place here for a second. And, you know, he's speaking to David Carr and whether or not he's built for Gruden or Gruden wants him in the for the long haul. I tell you, one place I wouldn't mind seeing him. I'm going to switch gears and. Talk about my Cowboys for a second. Ah. Uh, if, uh, you know, if, if Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, and, and Dak Prescott, they can't make this marriage work moving forward with this contract, I, I, I'll be the first to tell you. I'm not, I'm not opposed to a, a David Carr sighting, you know, in, in, in the future. Uh, you wanted to kind of take a quick pause and we can probably chime in some NFC stuff. We'll, we'll pick up on the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely. Let's take a 30-second here. Okay. All right, so we're returning back. Uh, when we left off, we were transitioning to the uh, the NFC, and um, the first team that uh, came to mind was the Dallas Cowboys. We were talking about uh, that that Prescott and his uh, compensation issues, if you will, and all the things of that sort. So um, I got a lot of colorful commentary about this, Steve. I'm going I'm to I'm reserve that. I'm going to let you kind of chime in, get your overall thoughts. I guess we could speak about Dallas initially, then we kind of just can chime in on the uh, NFC East as a whole. What's, what's your thoughts on the Cowboys? Well, I'm, I'm going to start on that contract, man. I, I think that, you know, if, if the if the real reason that deal didn't get done for, I think Dak won an extra year, you know, kind of baffles my mind. I mean, his his numbers have been great, um, you know, since he's been, since he's taken over. I mean, I don't, you know, it's a quarterback-driven league. I mean, you know, he's he's done what they asked him to. I and my get the only thing I could, my only reason I see, I guess, the hesitation is that they 
you know, Dallas has came up, you know, the last couple of years and the end of the year and he hasn't won a big game. And maybe that's, you know, why they're holding back or why they didn't give him that extra year. But it's like, well, you know, unless you plan on, you know, getting the next, you know, Peyton Manning or, or, or your Tom Brady, you know, I, I think you should go with the guy that kind of, that, that you've had success with. So, you know, yeah. that's my kind of take on the contract situation. You know, um, you know, I hope, you know, if it doesn't work out with, you know, with him being in Dallas, he, he's going to get paid one way or another. So, yeah. um, you know, it's not, it's not as if he has a lack of suitors if he does hit the market, but I think, you know, it'd been nice to, you know, have your franchise guy, you know, you, you've locked in all your other positions and, you know, you know how it is when a guy, you know, has his contract, you know, all that settled. You know, I think, you know, he comes in the camp, he comes in the season with fresh air, you know, you know, ready to play. Now, you know, you got that hanging over the season. No matter how this goes, you know, the, the number one thing for Dak Prescott would be his contract. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, that's my take on the contract. As far as Dallas on the whole, man, they, you know, I, I think um, I like Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, I think he'll put them in the position. I think the difference between him and Gary, I think he will put those guys in the position to win and they won't. I think they'll be ready for the big game. I think that was always a knock on Garrett that the uh, Cowboys, when it was like kind of everything was on the line, they just, you know, was let down. I think Mike McCarthy will put them in a position that they'll win the big game. Um, now, as far as the division goes, I mean, to me, you could flip a coin between between you and the Eagles. Um, you know, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Washington – uh, football club, right? Home, but I, I think we're we're a few years away. You know, if not, you know, we're if we're still not looking at looking up five years from now anyway. But um, but I think offensively, um, the, the the Cowboys have all the weapons. Um, you got to, you know, uh, Elliott back there. You know, you got. I mean, I like the um, um, the, the draft pick of um, oh, C.D. Lamb got uh, Oklahoma. Like Michael yeah. Carvey likes a lot of three wide receiver sets. When he was in Green Bay, I mean, you got Cooper on one side. Um, you have um, and you have Gallup. So Gallup on the other wild. So yes. I, I think they're. I think I think the guys loaded. The only question is, you know, I, I don't think you're gonna have too many problems on this on the offensive side of the ball. I guess just defensively, you know, where you're able to get some stops. I mean, and that's all you need is to get one or two stops in the game. You'd be fine. Um, I think you guys will be, be right there. You know, I, I think I do think that. Um, well, actually, this year is a little different. So, you, it might be two teams out of the uh, NFC East because they added the extra wild card. So, you know. That's true. That's right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think I think Dallas and the Eagles both, you know, they don't – whoever doesn't win the division will probably get the wild card, in my opinion. Yeah, that that, that Dallas thing with the, the DAC contract, I'm not going to harp on it too long, but I, I'm looking at the, the, the structure, and I'm, not, I'm no capologist in, in any fashion, but when I look at – you know, Zeke's contract, and I see the money they just given Cooper, and you have, what, three, you know, three dogs at wide receiver. I'm kind of wondering, okay, it, uh, what's, what's your MO now? You got three receivers. Are, are you a pass-happy team? Are you – and that's, and that's, your, that's your MO now. Then that means, okay, what about Zeke? So it's just – I'm just trying to figure out here. You got you got Zeke in the backfield. You got all these wide outs. Dak wants money. It's just like, okay, what's – because if you're going to be Zeke heavy – um, and then, and then in theory, you don't really need a all-world quarterback, in my opinion. I mean, the same breath with those guys on the outside, you will need somebody to get the ball to them. But I'm, I'm just kind of the thought process. You got, I would say, above-average receivers, above-average running back. I tend to think a, a solid game manager type quarterback can get it done with that roster. I don't. I'm, I'm kind of averse to giving Dak some 
some some contractors like five cents less than Patrick Mahomes type of thing. I, that would be like the nightmare scenario to me. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, once once you pay your quarterback, then you, you basically your salary cap's gone. That's you yeah. Can't add anybody else. You, you know, the next thing is, you know, who's that stud that they're playing on defense? Um, you know. If you kind of look at the the pie per se, you paid your wide well, receiver, you paid your running back, you paid your quarterback, you paid almost almost the entire offensive line has gotten paid. So, you know, yeah. defensively, you know who who are you paying? <laughs> Mr. Demarcus Lawrence and uh, I'm, I'm I'm having buyers remorse with that contract, but I we'll, we'll say that for another day. <laughs> but uh, so um, you say as far as the NFC East, you think it's kind of a toss up between the uh, Eagles and Eagles and Cowboys. I I tend to agree. Um, let's hop to the. Uh, you got Tampa with Brady. You got the New Orleans Saints. You know they're they're always a, a, a juggernaut. And then you have Carolina and and, uh, and then Atlanta Falcons. What's kind of your overall thoughts on that division? Um, I I like my I like the Saints. I think they'll win the division. Um, as we alluded to earlier, I think the Bucks get the the wild card. Atlanta. Atlanta has Atlanta. to get off to a good start, man. I, you know they got off to. It's, they're, they're too good to me off, offensively. They have then they have talent on the defense that it just seems like they underperform every year for whatever reason. You got Calvin Ridley, you got Julio, you got Matt Ryan, you have you know now you added uh, Todd Gurley to the backfield. So I mean, and Matt Ryan is no no stop. I mean, he's a Super Bowl quarterback. So uh, I mean, yeah. obviously he didn't win it, but he's gotten there. So you know, I, I they they they're they're mind boggling every year because you know you would think that they would be you know based on their personnel. You know, they're you know at least competing for for you know wild card or even a division. And I look up, man, and they, you know, middle season and you know towards the end of the season, it's, it's just a letdown. Like, and I, you know, um, and I, I don't know why they bad for me. Um, I think, and it's, uh, I, I think Carolina, yeah. they may not, you know, win a lot of games, but I think they're going to be entertaining. Um, I like McCaffrey. I like the um, the system. Uh, with the coach named Judge. Uh, the the name yeah. of the of the head coach, but he brings kind of a a um, the, the, a college and open like five receiver set offense to the uh, table. Um, I think there'll be a lot of fun. I mean, obviously McCaffrey's the guy uh, from a fantasy perspective. Man, I you know I don't expect no no slippage you know at all as far as he goes. And um, I like Bridgewater. Um, I, I think they'll put up some points, man. It'll be you know you know teams there won't be no rollover. Uh, you know when they come. You know, you better be prepared to play because I mean, I think offensively, you know, they they're, they're going to put some points on the board this year. Uh, defensively, you know, they 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 are rebuilding, but I think um, um yeah, they'll be ready. They'll be ready to play. So, you know, I, I like New Orleans. So my, you know, I think the division finished: New Orleans, Tampa, Atlanta, and then Carolina. Yeah, I was just um speak on that Carolina thing. They have that coach. He uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but he's a he's a coach at Baylor, and I know from watching Baylor in the past they. They definitely spray it around the yard four and five wide. So um, I don't know if they have the personnel for that, but uh, that guy does seem to be pretty creative as far as getting the ball down the field. So, like you said, they they won't be they won't be a pushover at all. Um, they they'll probably have a losing record just by virtue of being in a division that's that's so tough. Um, I, I would say Atlanta. The only thing, I mean, as far as Atlanta is concerned. Atlanta is Atlanta. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, 
So it's just kind of you're going to get what you're going to get. You know, wings, you know wings is should. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they'll get Lou Williams on the football team, right? Right, right. <laughs> get up some wings. Yeah. <laughs> You know, one one division. I, I mean, I don't think we're going to cover all the divisions here, but I, I want think one division before we close out. I at least want to have a nice little scuttlebutt about is uh that NFC West. I mean, to me at this point, Steve, I, I would say that's hands down the best division in football. What, what's your thoughts on the NFC West? Uh, absolutely. Um, that division. What's going to happen with that division? What I honestly think could happen is they're going to beat beat up on each other all year. And there may only be one team that comes out of that division. And not because yeah. all three of them are any not deserving. And I'm including the Cardinals on this, too, because I because I like, you know, it went under the radar. But if you go look at Kyler Murray's rookie season, I mean, he played really well. You go look at his completion percentage. Um, I mean, he did very well um, as, as a rookie quarterback. So they definitely got that guy. You got Russell Wilson. You got Garoppolo in San Francisco. And, and, man, you still got Jared Goff. I mean, Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think what's going to happen is they're, they're going to beat up on each other all year. Uh, I think the division winner may win 10 games, but it won't surprise they win nine games. And everybody won't surprise that everybody in the division goes 7-9 or 8-8 eight and eight easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're ranking them, I mean, it will – as far as who wins in the division um, – I mean, you know, you can make the argument for, for San Fran because they won it last year and they have the stellar defense. Uh, then we got Carroll. I, you, I will never be one to doubt Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. I'm not going to make that mistake. So you, you won't see me do that. Um, you, then you have uh, you have the Rams and McVay. What are they just what two years removed from a Super Bowl appearance? So I don't think they just got old and, and, and rusty all of a sudden. They're, they're still a formidable team. And then and then uh, that Arizona team. I don't think they're postured right now to win a division, but I will say they're, they're gonna they're gonna distribute they're gonna have served some L's this year and and, and I'm gonna enjoy watching them. I'm, that's one team I actually want to see a lot of this year. Yeah, I absolutely um, I mean you you better bring your hard head every week with these guys. Um you know from top to bottom the division the other division is solid. Um and as I, I stated man I, I think that you know, I could easily I'm looking at the at last year's final records. The Niners won 13 games last year, but you you couple that, you know, with you know, they'll have a first place schedule this year too. I'm not saying that um they won't still win the division. I mean, I just, you know, you get at a first place schedule, I mean, you know, thirteen wins are still, you know, hard to come out. So I think that total comes down by eight to nine. Um, you know, look, you know, waits to be seen. Um what what do you think of uh, Jamal Adams to the Seahawks? You think that's a game changer? I, I think so. I, I think so. That, I mean, he, in my opinion, regardless of position, he's a, he's a top five player in this league. Uh, I think Mahomes is kind of, you know, you undisputed number one. But to me, Jamal five, Jamal Adams is top five player in the league, bar none, regardless of position. So, him going to the, uh, the Seahawks is a uh, definitely a game changer because we you know with Russell Wilson, anything's possible. And now you got a dog on like uh, Jamal Williams on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I still would like to see them get a, a form of a pass rusher there. I don't know if they're going to think that Jamal Adams will do it all. You think they re-sign Clowney? Um, he's his asking price will have to come down. I would say is he still kind of pitching for that eighteen, seventeen million dollar range? <laughs> 
I think he had to come down <laughs> off that number. Yeah, I think especially with especially with everything going on, the, the salary cap numbers I'm sure could be going down. Man, you yeah. better take the fourteen or fifteen, you know, something, you know, maybe get some type of maybe you know one year heavy loaded guaranteed money or something, you know, or if you don't if you don't want to or to me or do a long term, if you want long term money, then I think you're right, absolutely, you know, his asking price might need to come down to fourteen or fifteen. So, but. Right. Speaking on Clowney, I, I'll kind of let that let us uh I'll let that transition us to our, our final topic for the evening is that um I wanted to kind of bounce off uh both of us put in our, our Super Bowl picks for the year and I, I guess I'll say um I'll, I'll kind of jump out on a limb so to speak if if, if Clowney if Seattle can resign Clowney and with the addition of Jamal Adams and like I said I'm never going to bet against Russell Wilson and uh and Pete Carroll if if they can get Clowney back into the fold I'm going to have Seattle is my, my NFC pick um, to, to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, AFC, I, I'm not even going to take the easy way out and take Mahomes and the Chiefs. So uh, I, I'll roll the dice a little bit here. Um, let me let me go with the, you know, I'll pause that. Come back to me. I'm going to go to you now. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in NFC, I'm going to go with, I think Drew B is going to ride out this is going to be his last season. He, he rides out in sunset with a Super Bowl mm-hmm. appearance, at least. So, yeah. I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints um, in the NFC. Um, and then the AFC, I think the Chiefs will get to the championship game, but I like – I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm going to take Baltimore. I think you know they what? Show, I think they show up there, run defense – um, from last year, and I think they 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 get you know over the hump, and I think you know I think Baltimore and K- KC your AFC championship game, and Baltimore prevails. Yeah, well, so while you were kind of going over your your picks, and I was kind of wandering in my head, I like I said, the easy way out would be to say K would be uh you know picking KC, but I'm gonna have to lean with you, buddy, on on the on the Baltimore thing. I think they they're gonna find a way to just get over that hump. I mean, you got a you got a guy in Lamar Jackson who's unfair advantage. I mean, he's, he's pretty much like allowing, calling you to pay 12 versus 11. He, if he, he foot, I feel like he has the capability of like two people in one person and well, like on one field. So I think with him and that defense, uh, I, I think they, they may be able to get it done over KC this year. So I'm going to go with Seattle and KC is my, my Super Bowl. I'm sorry, Seattle and Baltimore is my Super Bowl picks. There you go. Yep. Cool. Well, that wraps up everything. Good stuff, Phil Pitt, man. Uh, we'll be back at this next week, giving you segment two. We'll dive into some more divisions, and then we'll start looking towards uh, week one. All right. Good stuff, my man. All right. It was a pleasure. Always, man. Catch you later. All right. Thanks a lot. See you next time. Yep. Yep. Bye-bye.